369, the goose drank wine, the monkey chewed tobacco on the streetcar line, the line broke, the monkey got choked, and they all went to heaven in a little rowboat. Uh. Let's get this show on the road. I got yeah. to watch the Panthers tonight. Welcome to a waste of time to go. We're here on the old. I don't know if you've heard this yet. today. This is AWOT to go number ten. Hey, we're at ten. We're at ten. Ah, the Diamond Jubilee. Have you, <laughs> you love saying that. Oh man. Do you know who this is? Um. Let your heart is it Danzig? You're not far off. I know. I was gonna say. I'm trying to put myself in your head right now. From yeah, you're not far off. Leaving from Singer oh, of Fear. No way. Yep. Wow, that guy's got a good voice. He's got a very good voice. Why didn't he do this? Because he wasn't as. So this was like. Why didn't he? This was probably like 10 years ago. Oh. When he was old. Well, still. Did he put out a whole, a whole Christmas album? He put out a double. It's this, and the flip side is Fuck Christmas. Oh. The, nice. the Fear Naturally. Song. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. Wow. I but like I it. guess this would be A Watt to Go's Christmas ep. This is. This is our first ever Christmas episode. That's right. Um, so Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas We're, and happy holidays to all. I hope um, I hope your Christmas decorations are in or Christmas preparations rather are in order. I did see that your Christmas decorations are in order. They uh, are. It looks like a it looks like something I, I came in to the studios today. Mm-hmm. Felt like I stepped into a page of fucking home and living. Wow, yeah. the lady, the lovely, the lovely Lorna Doodle will be happy to hear that. Yes, if she, she like, ever wants to quit her day job, she's got a pretty good backup and <laughs> setting and up Christmas decorations. Christmas decorations, because I feel I feel at home. I feel warm and good. Uh, welcomed. Good. You are welcome, as opposed to, a, and it is warm in here. Yeah, I usually feel cold and unwelcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, well, this show is uh, sponsored by Edna Rye Fernet. It's actually not, but. Uh, Hey, it's a good one though. Mm-hmm. Would you like to tell the listeners what we're drinking? It's a uh, Appalachian. Ooh, that's that's what it'll do to you. It got right there in the back of the throat. Mm-hmm. It's an Appalachian Fernet from uh, a distiller Edna Rye. Um, I'll tell I, you, it feels good going down on a forty-six degree evening. That's right. You said you uh, you compared it to what? Where it has multiple stages? Oh, it sings. It sings. It definitely. It definitely sings. Uh, it, uh, it, it's got uh, it dances up front. It does. What did I compare it to? I forget. What I, I don't I, remember now. When I uh, when I came in here, I forget what it was. Maybe it was like a James Michener novel. Oh, that, which is your favorite James Michener novel? Chesapeake, Chesapeake, oh, oh, Chesapeake, Poland, or space? Are they all? Uh, and I can say they're my favorites because they're the only ones that I've made it through a couple of chapters. Really? Oh yeah. That's, that's your favorite one because that's you, Michener for you, and there and that's Michener for you. Our book of the week actually is uh, Michener's uh, Poland. Really? Yeah. Oh, I forgot to bring my copy. Well, you know what's actually uh, what's great about that? Come on in. 
Mitchner's here. Oh, is he? He's bringing you. That's, no, that's who car. That, hello, oh. that's my car out there. I was gonna say that's your I'm car. I'm Mr. Mitchner. I Good don't quite you, remember James. my first name. James is my name. How are you? What's your? That's Adam over there, and I'm Scott. Adam, oh, I'm very a huge. Nice I'm a huge fan. Um, I'm a huge van. fan. I'm a huge fan of your Furbos books. Wow, no. very nice. I have fan Furbos books. I am. I'm a fan of your very verbose books. Check what, this out. This Edna Rye Distillery. Look at this. It started as an Indiegogo. Wow. And they only raised 18,400, 32% of their $56,000 goal. Well, I mean, you still have a bottle of it in your house. So I do. You, you contributed to that fund, didn't you? Did I say whiskey? No, I don't know what you said. Uh, really listen. No, I didn't contribute to this Indiegogo. No, but uh, you did contribute to buying a bottle of I it. I did. I did. Very good stuff. Uh, it is the Christmas season. And uh, the holiday season. So let me ask you this. Do you get butt hurt if people say happy holidays? Are you one of those like, no, you got to say Christmas? No. Okay, good. Good. I actually am more of a happy holidays person. You think so? I am because I think I do it sort of out of spite of the whole like, you know, no, it's it's Merry Christmas. It's not happy yeah, holidays. Yeah, but then aren't you just buying into that nonsense that those people peddle? I sort of am, but I'm doing it sort of uh, exclusionary <laughs> okay. in the sense that I exclude them, but I try to include everyone. So they happy holidays to you. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit if you like Christmas or maybe Hanukkah just, or maybe, Kwanzaa. Maybe instead of just slathering on a all-purpose generic greeting if you got time if you took the time you got the money honey i got the time there we'll go, go honky tonkin Jeez, there you go that's all i know if you got the time we've got the beer miller beer <laughs> you ever heard that one willie from willie nelson to the miller beer jingle yes that's how we do it here i love that jingle no i think if you get to know the person then you can Understand what the what the holiday season means to them, whether if they celebrate Christmas. I get that. Absolutely. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, yes. Saturnalia. Thank you for including tet. more than three. Uh, what is Saturnalia and what are Tet? Uh, Saturnalia is the the origins of just any. It's a pagan origin, I think. Sat- Disclaimer. I don't, we don't know what we're talking about here. <laughs> as always. Anyone no. tunes into this thinking we know what we're talking I about. Know. You haven't listened to any of the previous episodes. I know. Go back and start at episode one. Uh, no. Um, Saturnalia, I think, is the is the root of it's the pagan root of all of the uh, solstice related winter solstice related uh, bu- 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 holidays that we get, you know, that we that we all participate in. You know, so you had said uh, you had said pagan. Uh, Am I ac- wrong? <clears throat> according to what the all-knowing Guagal says, the ancient Roman festival of Saturn in December, oh. which was a period of general merrymaking and was the predecessor of Christmas. Yeah, see, I love that though. I still think that rings true. Like I think like, I love I love the Christmas season. I love the holiday season. I know there's a lot of people out there. It's a, it's a thing for our generation to become cynical and you know raise their yeah you know corner you know, raise their nose or stiff upper lip i don't even what were you gonna say to. earlier when you said corn corn you said raise their corn oh uh raise the uh, raise their corn cob pipes corner their uh corner their lips oh okay know, that's like, a smile 
<laughs> exactly. I don't know what that is. I've never, I, 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 I've never experienced one of those. No. Hi, Raina. Hi, um, Evan. Hey, Raina Evan in the house. Uh, Merry Christmas up in Bend, Oregon. No, Merry Eugene. Christmas. They're in Eugene. They're in Eugene. Awesome. We're gonna we're gonna go up there one of these days. Yeah. We're gonna no. do a remote from your guys' place. We are. No. Um, but yeah, I know. I know a lot of people do like to get cynical around the holidays, and I mean, people take the holidays. Everyone takes the holidays a different way. They do. Some people, it's a great time. Some people, it's not a great time. Totally understandishable mm-hmm. on both ways. <laughs> There's a word. But, understandishable. But no, uh, I I do like it. I, I like the holidays. I'm, I'll, you know, I'll say it. You know, I I'll, do too. I like I like Christmas music. I know a lot of people are like. Oh, you like Christmas music? What are you, an idiot? Yeah. Like that's so lame. That's not cool. So you know what I don't like? I don't like memes. But I got to deal with memes year round. You don't have. You don't listen to me complaining every time someone puts a meme in my face. Give I me goddamn this. Christmas for a few weeks. I know. I don't get to see any memes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no means. I get to drink a lot of eggnog. You know, is that your fave? Is eggnog? Oh shit! Yeah, doggy. Who is it? Who's our friend that? I guess their mom makes a really insane eggnog. The only f- might be Casey Abby. Is it Abby? I don't know. No, somebody makes a really, really good eggnog. From what I've heard, um, I have to say, I don't think I've ever had alcoholic eggnog. Really? Yeah, I was never I actually, a big eggnog fan to begin with. Oh, I love with. it. It's so good, but it's so viscous. It's very viscous. Yeah, it's like drinking like mucus motor oil. Yeah, exactly. Have you drank motor oil? Yes. So okay, you can speak on that. Did you, uh, with your motor oil, did you mix it with, um, with bourbon and what else do you put? Hell in no. Oh, You're just well, straight? Oh, with, with eggnog? Motor nog is what I was yeah, getting at. I put motor oil in my eggnog. Oh, that's probably why it's so viscous. 10 W 40. That's why my voice gets so deep in the holiday season try a 5w30 next time let me know how it goes gotcha what do you put in eggnog bourbon oh i think people put uh yeah they put bourbon uh brandy is another popular popular one um i thought it was a couple though like i thought whenever you make an eggnog drink it's a couple of bur- drinks that sounds or whatever liquors no? no i don't know what the hell do i know no nope, the only thing the only thing that i can count on for the holiday season is a nice crackling Yule log in my fireplace. Uh, a ni- Yule log. You don't have a fireplace. You shut your mouth. You, you have been, a TV. You've never even been over to my house. That's true. You've never invited me. I know. <laughs> you haven't gotten to that level of circle of friendship yet. <laughs> Great. Uh, the only things I can count on yeah. for the holiday season. Death and taxes. That's right. No, that's, that's right. the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a nice crackling oh, Yule Graham? log. I will get to the crackling oat brand, uh-huh. sir. I, patience. Is that what you Pat put on along? your tree? Uh, you get a, a a needle in the, you in the thread know and you what put I, crackling oat brand on the tree? Which brings me to my next uh, my next thing. You know exactly what I, what I put on my tree. It's the third staple of my dependability tree of the holidays. It's a crackling Yule log. Mm-hmm. It's a nice tepid bowl of lukewarm uh, eggnog. Ugh. And... Totino's my, pizza rolls. I do not put Totino's pizza rolls on my tree. Shit. You know what I put on my tree. What is it? You saw it today. Oh, I did see it today, ladies and gentlemen. This man over here to my in front of me, <laughs> he likes to put shrimp. Get this. He put shrimp on his Christmas tree. It's a new, it's a new tradition at the Grabowski household. Yep. Uh, the Grabowski family is mired in tradition. Uh, steeped, if you will. But this year, uh, 
I'm uh, bringing another sheep to the flock of traditions. <laughs> that is the flock of traditions for the, Grab- the the Grabowski family household. Not a flock of seagulls? No, that's that's New Year's Eve, bruh. Oh, okay. Well, I bet you put shrimp. So you got shrimp on your tree. I bet our uh, our buddy Evan probably puts some Chef Boyardi's. Oh, yeah. Some raviolis on his tree. Man, we miss that guy. We do miss you, and Evan miss and Raina. Raina. We miss you both. I know. Um, yeah, welcome to the show. Just a quick heads up, we're not going to be doing this show uh, the next couple of weeks. We're kicking down uh, the doors to the Christmas time. That's right. The Christmas and the New Year. Do you give a shit about New Year? New Year? New Year? You know what? You know what? Like, okay, I'm 32. Yeah. Uh, Throughout my 20s, I was pretty cynical about New Year's Eve. I usually am on any holiday that involves copious drinking. Okay. Because most of these holidays I've had to work. Yeah. Fourth of July. Uh, St. Patrick's Day. Halloween. Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday. Yes. Which way you don't work Tuesdays? William Jefferson's <laughs> birthday. Uh, Andrew Jackson's bar mitzvah. I remember that. Um, bat, bat mitzvah. Boxing day. Boxing day is the real kicker. My birthday. Your birthday. That is a big one. And then. But we share a birthday, so that's why it's so crazy. Yeah. And then the week after Jesus' birthday. That's the. Those are the ones that I've never really yeah. took a shine to because. I have I've never been like you know, yeah. Let's get a handle and or let's get a fifth of this and get, <laughs> as I, yes, yes. As I have a PBR and a fucking fernet in my hand. Um, or it's not. Is this? I guess it is a fernet. That's yeah. a fernet. Yeah, digestif. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I, I just never have. I think. Uh, but this year though, uh, yes, earlier that or, or, uh, earlier this year, like at the end of summer. I got this weird thing inside of me to like, uh, maybe I'm getting older. So uh-huh. I was like, I had this weird thing inside of me. Like, like an alien. You, yeah. It was that, it was that, uh, egg salad. I ate from that <laughs> truck stop. Uh, no, um, out of nowhere, it was like in August. Yeah. Middle of August. You were like, I, was I like, can't what am I going to do? New I was year. like, what am I, you know what? This is, what am I going to do for New Year's? Like, oh man. Now, is that because you're off this New Year's? No, I didn't even know that at the time. Okay. Um, I just figured I'd be working like I usually do. Yeah. Which I kind of usually like. It gives me an excuse to get out of social obligations. There you go. Um, the socialite that you are. Yes. The social butterfly. <laughs> You've seen it tattooed on my lower back. <laughs> That's just a tramp stamp. It's just it's a butterfly. It says social on it. It actually says so. It says SoCal Futterfly. <laughs> Yes, that's from my uh, days of uh, lifting weights in SoCal. No, uh, but yeah, out of, out of nowhere this year, I had this weird urge, and I started you know, going online. You know I like to travel and go yeah. out. You know, I started getting on Google Flights and Orbits and just like what you know, seeing what's good out there and uh, would be a cheap ticket to a place Oh, I'd so like you were go. looking to take off for New Year's. Yeah, gotcha. I really was. I, really, I, I, I got all these crazy pipe dreams of like, oh, you know what? You know, me and my girlfriend, we can go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. We can go, you know, fuck New, uh, fuck uh, New York. Like, that's just a shit show up there. But like, oh, oh, but Vegas won't be a shit show. Not as much as New York. Well, that's true. Um, but it's it would. But exactly. I yeah. got it, it, that whole that whole formula lasted for a couple of days. And then I realized, oh, yeah, people love to get shit house hammered on New Year's Eve. Yeah. No, no. 
Go out into the middle of nowhere and go spend, to the top of Pisgah yes, and just hang exactly. out there. Yeah, I'm gonna with go, a tree. I'm gonna go rent two hang gliders, <laughs> <laughs> strap them together. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, if you put one upside down underneath you, you could just barrel roll the whole time. Oh yeah. No I, wait, that's not a barrel roll. Barrel roll is this way, front to back. That's a like I'm thinking. Of you're thinking left of, to right. That's a barrel roll. Is it? I always you were thinking of a loop to loop. Is that the term? Yeah. So what are you doing for? Uh, oh, I don't know. For New Year's, uh, probably at this point, nothing really. Um, uh, you know, I'll probably uh, see what the rest of the uh, people are doing around around town, <laughs> and then avoid them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got you know, I'll 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 be coming back from you know, I'm going to see the folks for Christmas when I when I fly back. Oh right. I'll I'll use that time to make my list of excuses of what I am going to do on New Year's there Eve. There you go. So, you know, New Year's Eve is a tricky one. You know, you can't use the you can't use the appointment uh excuse. There's no doctor's appointments. There's no one no one's open on New Year's Eve at midnight. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I won't be here this week because yeah. I got a doctor's appointment at twelve fifteen in the morning. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you know, I really don't I really don't know. Um I really last year I think I worked the year before. I think for the last four or five years, I've worked uh, worked my shift on New Year's Eve. Yeah, um, which I mean, who wouldn't want to spend New Year's Eve in a gas station bar? But <laughs> I mean, true. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends on what side of the uh, the bar you're at. That's that's you know? very true. Yes, some of my customers, and they'd love to be there on New right. Year's Eve because they got nothing else to do. Losers. Uh, I'm not a big fan of anything. Um, <laughs> Now, I'm not a huge fan of New Year's simply because it's that same thing. It's such a weird fucking thing to me. And this is because I'm an old curmudgeon, just like you, where it's like... You're old, I'm not. Well, that's true. I'm just... We're both curmudgeons. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it's You're that, not old either. It's that... Well, I'm I'm 40 now. I've All crested right. the hill. Uh, of 80. <laughs> it's that thing. It's, it's that thing of like, you know... It's hey, obligation. It's Monday at midnight. Get everyone together and just fucking go shit house crazy. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. because why? Cause Tuesday's going to be here after the ball drops right. and all that. And I don't know why I'm so cynical about it, but I just, I do don't give a shit about it. I know why you're cynical about it. It's the same reason I'm cynical about it. I think it's the same reason a lot of other people are cynical about any other thing. So I think says other many people, so many other people, just to have such a good time. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and I'm not able to just say, fuck, you fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to go drink a bottle of El Himador and a couple of beers, wind up pantsless on the front lawn and have my roommate take me home. No, yeah. I don't have that in me. Right. I don't yeah, have exactly. that in me where I can be like, I'm going to go out, you know, just throw all the flags out mm-hmm. and end up like a fucking shit. Idiot. My pants. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to go make a total ass of myself. And then the next day act like it didn't happen. Because I've got a little thing called pride. Whoa, and etiquette, this guy. This guy has etiquette and pride. He calls it predicate. Predicate, yes. Uh, no, but it, it... Well, you know, it's like I like Christmas way more, as lame as it sounds, because it's more of a, you know, it's a smaller gathering. For yeah. me, anyway, it's a smaller gathering of family and friends. Yeah. And we just sit back and we kick it and we chill and we have fun. And I think a lot of that goes back to the Saturnalia thing, the roots of Saturnalia, just as a as a solstice mm-hmm. gathering type thing. Of course, you know, if you want to go out and have a couple of drinks, that's fine too. But sure, you know, I'm not. We're not advocating. We're for not completely us. here to judge you yeah. assholes. Do you have any good New Year's stories though? So no, not really. But um, 
So there's your answer. No, but I do remember one of the craziest new years when, uh, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you a good one and a bad one. Well, it wasn't a bad one. It was just a shit one, but I had a good one. So when I first moved to San Francisco, I arrived on, um, December, let's see, we left 26. I I arrived on the December 29th Uh and so I got there that night. Did you arrive on a trolley? Holding a case of rice aroni. Yes, I drove all the way to the coast and then just hopped on a trolley, You're which right. is on with her on track, so they can't go a certain. That's know, true. Just anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So they had to install tracks to get me up to Knob Hill. Um, so I got there. Which uh, they named after you. <laughs> yes, after my knob. <laughs> um, I got there, and the thirtieth. I unpacked and because I got there at night on the 29th. The that's, 30th, a, that's a weird time to move. Well, so. I drove across country and it was going to be my last Christmas with mom and dad and the family in Florida. Yeah. So I said, all right, I'm going to leave in December. I said, you know what? I'll, I'll leave on the 26th. I'll mm-hmm. stay and do Christmas. Yeah. So my mom didn't die mm-hmm. without her baby boy there. Uh, and so, and my buddy, my best friend, uh, Josh flew out and stayed, did Christmas with all of us. Cause he's basically part of the family as well. Then on the 26th, loaded up the car, drove across country. Yeah. We got there 29th. Uh, nighttime, unloaded some stuff. 30th, I started putting my room together and put everything together. That took up that whole day. Then the 31st was New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I lived in Knob Hill, which is on the top of like the part of the center of town there. Right next to it is Russian Hill, which is a little yeah. higher up. Is that near the Tenderloin? Um, it is. It's okay. uphill from the Tenderloin. Um, so on New Year's Eve... We went uh, on Russian Hill. There's one of these roads that's way up there, but the road doesn't go through at the very top. There's like a wall yeah. to, to stop traffic. Yeah. I'm going both ways. So we just went, me and my my roommates and a couple of their friends, there's probably like eight of us. We had some, like a bottle of champagne and some, uh, you know, mimosa yeah, uh, sure. OJ. So like eight or 12 of us went and just sat on this wall, had mimosas and we could see over the bay and yeah. we could see all the fireworks. Oh, that sounds great. That was fun. I bet. Yeah. Um, the, the one that was a real just kick in the dick was when we went, it was my girlfriend at the time and, and my buddy Josh, we had all got together and we went to go down to like Fisherman's Wharf for new year's Eve. Oh, and that's and the, that was that's the just, touristy part. Of, yeah. Uh, well, it's it's one of the touristy of, parts yeah. of but uh, it was, San Francisco, right? And it was like it's like the uh, you know it's 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 the center for New Year's Eve. Come to Fisherman's Wharf on New Year's Eve. That way, you can see all of the fireworks and you know all of the everything going on. And it was right. just a fucking madhouse. And oh, I just I don't like that. I well, don't because Fisherman's Wharf's on the very south end, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Southwest. Yeah. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Is that South? I, I really have no clue. Yeah, it's like Fisherman's Wharf and Embarcadero. And, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and then, you, you know, Fisherman's Wharf, you can overlook and see Alcatraz, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, just so many people. And it's like, I just, I I can't fathom why so many people like to get together and um, just stand around waiting for the fireworks to go off. There's something, there's just a disconnect in me and all of that sure. crowd and understanding yeah. of like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we're not talking to each other. We're talking amongst ourselves in our small groups, but yeah. we're all going to watch the fireworks go off. Yeah. Uh, it is weird to think about, you know, uh, how, the, the the phenomenon of people gathering in big, large spaces, usually on New Year's Eve to watch something drop. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, I grew up in a, uh, in a military family. You know, my dad was in the military. We moved around a lot. I graduated high school. My dad was still in the military. My parents and my family moved to Long Island after the year after I uh, got out of high school. For the iced tea? Yes. Only for the iced tea. <laughs> no, they moved, they moved there because they were big Billy Joel fans. Mm. Uh, no. Uh, anyway. Maybe we'll see him in the market. But my dad was a Marine. He, he was in the Marine Corps, and he, he worked for a recruiting depot in Long Island. And I think how it went was he got invited to the ball drop to be a guest of honor. Wow. And I think it was something like, I don't know how many guys it was, but there was a bunch of guys that all got to push the button oh, really? to drop the ball. So naturally, you know, my, my dad invited my mom, I want to say, and my sister um, because they were all living up there. And they thought, I think they thought that they were all going to be together. Turns out they weren't all going to be together. And I think my mom and my sister had to navigate the streets of oh, Manhattan Christ. by themselves on New Year's Eve night, which is oh yeah, ridiculous. It's basically That's impossible. Just stupid. Yeah, people stand out there on Times Square. Oh yeah, and you don't see it when you watch it on TV with Ryan Seacrest and his polished whites. You know, <laughs> but people stand out there, and there's they stand out there for hours and yeah. hours. And hours as and if hours. the new PlayStation is coming out, yeah, or the iPhone. Right. Um, <laughs> but there's no bathrooms out there. They say like people will go out there and they'll just piss in the open. Uh, I, I, my mom and sister, they still say it was like a nightmare to to have participated in this. Oh, I bet. But so they did it one and done. Like they, oh were like, yeah. Oh, I mean, they man. were all, they, the, my 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 family only lived in Long Island for like a year or two. But yeah. Um, but it is funny how I don't know how they ever got to I don't know how it ever got to be you know the ball dropping mm-hmm. big thing we all watch it on TV and it's a big thing in New York the big one you know yeah. something dropping but ever since I guess ever since they uh, installed that as the New Year's Eve festivities I don't know if you knew this but so many other cities and towns across the United States have uh, adopted that formula of the ball drop. We're going to drop something. It ain't going to be a ball. See, I didn't know that. And I was just going to comment on that, that why just New York? Well, when I lived in Raleigh, you know, Raleigh, the capital of North Carolina, yeah. the old North state Whoa. that we live in, uh, the Tar Heel state. Geography uh, nerd alert. <laughs> a big thing in Raleigh, though, they do up there, their big celebration, you know, they drop an acorn, a big fucking acorn. Oh, really? I thought it was one <laughs> yeah. singular acorn. Yeah, guy gone. Three, two, one. Blink. Bye. Yeah, no, uh, Raleigh drops a big acorn. It's a big thing. People go, I don't know where they do it in town. I think it's in, it might be in Cameron Village. I don't know where. Anybody who, any AWOT devoted listeners that yeah. are from Raleigh. Uh, Let us know. AWOT radio at yeah. gmail.com. Maybe if any of my ex-girlfriends are listening back in Raleigh, they could tell me if they still uh, drop the acorn yeah. in Cameron Village, if they ever did in the first place. Um, Folly Beach. My uh-huh. favorite beach destination yep. around here. Um, they drop a giant flip flop. What? Yeah, I all, when I had that bug a couple months ago, yeah. and I was like, "Where do I go? Where do I go for New Year's Eve? I got to do something. I got to do something." That was one place that I had in mind, just because uh, me and my girlfriend we have such a good time down in Folly Beach. We both love it. Yeah. Um, let's face it; she loves it more than I do. <laughs> That's the only reason I do those things. I don't do it for me. You know, I don't give a shit about any of that. No, um, I looked up what they do in Folly Beach <laughs> for uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, they drop a big old flip flop. Wow. Yeah. Totally. Is it a lighted flip flop? Yeah. Flop, oh, flop totally. floop? 
Oh, I'm sure it is. I, 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 I'm not going to go there this year, I don't think. I might change my mind tomorrow. But, <laughs> um, but I will. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know if anything does come up out of that. Other places um, that drop different things around the country, uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, they drop. Um, or Bethlehem, ben, uh, let me just say this first. Bethlehem, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. is it's where Jesus is from. The, you're right. By the way, uh, that's when it was Pangea. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, uh, not the home of Christ, but the home of uh, Just Born. And if you know anything about Just Born, they are a confectioner's uh, company, a candy company for the layman out there, uh, most popularly uh, producing peeps. So uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, they drop a, a big giant peep, peep every wow. year. And, Good on you. And then when they drop it down, they all carve it up and they give it to the poor families all over town. <laughs> they just let them come up and yeah. eat it. Uh, East over. Like it's roadkill. Exactly. East over North Carolina, our home state, my home state, mm-hmm. uh, your current state. Yeah. I don't know where East over is. They drop uh, an oversized flea. Flea? Uh, yeah, flea. F-L-E-A. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not uh, the basis from the Chili Peppers. No, they tried that one year, but... But he uh, was too funky. He got... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's funny, though. Real quick. Uh, I had a friend who went to go see the Chili Peppers play uh-huh. at the Stadium Arcadium R-H-C-P. Yeah. yeah, and they said that they... They lowered Flea down in the first song. Oh, it's, that's great. Playing bass. I fucking love uh, Flea. I think he's one of my favorite fucking rock Oh, me people. too. We he's try, just so fun. We should try and get him on the show. Oh, I bet he would. I bet he would. I too. bet he would. He actually, I bet he would right now because he just had a signature bass come out. So that could be uh, no a way. signature Fender bass. Get out of here. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I, I guess I understand while you look up another dropper. I was going to say, I guess I understand why. Uh, New York Times Square is the, um, you know, it's that's where the uh, that's where we focus for the entire U.S. of A. for the new uh, the new year to start. Yeah, I think that's you. <laughs> what is that? Is that not you? No. Wait. Is that me? Oh, no, it is me. Oh, OK. Uh, anyway, I, I why I, I guess calling me. New York might be that one because it's East Coast. And so it's like, you know, East Coast goes midnight first. So that way you can allow, I don't know, the New York to. Um, oh, yeah. Eastern, you know, Eastern time zone. Yeah. They work their way out. But so, yeah, um, right, right. But I mean, that doesn't mean you get you have to take away from anybody in Mountain Central or or Pacific time. Or Greenwich Mean Time. Greenwich Mean Time. Which is the the standard, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a place uh, in Western North Carolina, not far from here, that I don't know if they're still in the hot water, but for the longest time, they were in hot water because they, from PETA, uh-huh. I think it's called Brass Town. I might be wrong. Probably am. Yeah. What else is new? <laughs> um, they used to drop a live possum. What? Yeah. They used to have it in a plexiglass box. That's weird. And they would lower it down because that's their that's their thing in this little town. That's their claim to fame. We gonna drop us possum? Yeah, <laughs> get out of here, Russie. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, but yeah, let them let them drop a possum. Like <laughs> they get that possum in a box for ten seconds. It's no big deal, you know. Uh, but possum's ha- gonna be real angry when he gets out. Yeah, it's like alligator. Yeah, alligator get real angry. 
But yeah, I mean, there's tons of them. Chunk of cheese in Plymouth, Washington, or what, or give Wisconsin. Me, give me, uh, give me, give me what the item that's dropped is, and I'll see if I can tell you where it's oh, from. Good call. Yeah. All right, here's a good one: a drag queen in a red and a red high heel. Now I feel slightly that you're going across time zones. No, I, no. Okay, drag queen. This is a, on the Eastern time zone. This is still Eastern. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do. I'll give you hints via okay. time zones. This is a Eastern time zone. Uh, yeah, and it's a drag queen. I feel that it might be Key West. Look at you. Yeah? Check that out. Big brain on Brad over here. I was going to say uh, Miami or Key West. All right, let's see. What else we got here? Like um, a flea I won't be able to get. See if there's anything that sort of stands out. Like sure. drag queen. My, uh, oh, okay, hey, we'll, we'll switch it around. We'll flip it on here on this one. Okay. What do you think they drop in Mount Olive, North Carolina? An olive. No. No? Oh, I don't know then. You're not familiar with Mount Olive? I'm not. And their line of, uh, their extensive line of pickled goods? Oh, that Mount Olive. Yeah. So a pickle. Yeah, a big giant old pickle. Is it a real pickle? I doubt it. Probably a plastic pickle. I uh, I hope they all have a good time doing that. I like pickles. Uh, potato. Idaho. That's right. Yep. Boise. Yep. Uh, let's see. Let's see. How about a music note? Oh, that's going to be St. Louis, or that could be Nashville. It's going to be a music music town. Austin. It, it is Nashville. It's Nashville? It is. Yes. It is. Uh, all right, let's do one more. Let's all see. Right. What do we got? What about, well, this is, okay, well, this is an easy one, a peach. Georgia. Where but at? Where at? Um, I'm going to guess Atlanta. Yeah, it's Atlanta. All right, let's see. One more here. Here is... I got to get one that you're not going to get. I'm how, good at this. How about a moon pie? Oh, a moon pie. It's, if you know if you know the home of the moon pie. <laughs> yeah. I want to say Wisconsin or something like that. I want to say Midwest moon nope. pie. No? Uh-huh. Moon pies are from Moonville... Pie to soda. You're right. It's in the 51st state <laughs> of pie to soda. Pie to soda. Yes. No. The the uh, the home moon of the pie. moon pie is in Mobile, Alabama. Really? Oh yeah. Big fat fucks. Yeah. They are. <laughs> uh, what does San Francisco drop? They don't drop anything. Probably not. Yeah. They drop their pants. Hey-ho! Oh, they hello. Drop their standards. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Prairie du Chien in Wisconsin. Prairie du Chien. Mm-hmm. Is that the place, Prairie du Chien? Yeah, it's on one of the Great Lakes, I think. Um, wait, no, it's not. It's right across the border in Iowa. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, they drop a uh, a dead carp. <laughs> uh, what about uh, what about Snoop Dogg's house? Oh, who knows? Drop it like it's hot. Oh, there you go. Doesn't matter what it is. Just nice. make sure to drop it like it's hot. What do you think they drop in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania? A wrench. Yes, indeed. Yes. I would have gone there with a. Go. I would have gone with a 1987 Ford. Or no, no, no. Uh, uh, uh. Shit. Buick Lesabre. Oh, I think it was a Skylark. Uh, catalytic converter. That's what I was thinking. They were going to drop. That's what they drop in Detroit. <laughs> God. Too soon. I know, right? There's no. There's no. No car places in Detroit anymore, is there? Car places. <laughs> there are any car places. Well, places that, that make cars. That a garage? No, not a garage. I meant like a. Um, <laughs> call a car hole. <laughs> Where'd you park the car? Did you check the car hole? 
That's anyway, exactly what it is. Yeah. Well, thanks. That was fun. We hope all of you listeners have a good new year and stay safe. Do you ever do a new year's resolution? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. No, I never have because I just don't believe in myself to even. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Them. I think that's right because I, the way I look at it, like, oh, I'm going to lose weight. Well, if my fat ass couldn't have done it 364 days prior to yeah, today, it's not going to do it's not gonna fucking happen. Yeah. Statistics, st- statistically, this, the numbers are not in my favor. Oh, no. Uh, what is it with, uh, with gym memberships yeah. always peak in yep. January, they yep. say? And then they'll probably dip in March. You know, give it eight weeks. And they'll yeah, probably totally. I saw a nice wholesome post. I think it was on Twitter or Reddit about, you know, if you're like a gym rat and you start seeing all the, the quote unquote fat chubby out of shape people coming in instead of being an asshole and like saying, Oh, look at these people, this fatos in here just for his new year's resolution. It was like, go over and help the person and make them, you know, make them feel yeah. comfortable instead of being such an asshole. That'll sure. never happen. No, it'll never happen. Those people are dicks. <laughs> gym rats. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. You ever been a gym rat? No. When was the last time you went to a gym? Ever? Uh, yeah, when I used to stock the fucking vending machines there. Well, That's the last time I went to the gym when I worked for the vending machine company. That's the exact last time I went to the gym. <laughs> Have you ever had a gym membership? No. Yeah. I had a couple times. And it was, same, it was exactly that. It was like six weeks into it, I was like, I just don't want to go anymore. I, I, I'm just now, like, in the first couple of years of losing my metabolism. So, oh, right, right, right. You yeah. know. You, you've been able to uh, and eat I'm not, whenever and drink whatever and be fine. Well, yeah, in moderation. Yeah. You know, I'm not a. In moderation, says the guy that eats shrimp every single day of September. Hey, man, you can still do that in moderation. <laughs> That's true. It's very true. Uh, anything else on your agenda? I really don't know, man. Okay. Uh, I really don't know. Well, we do have every week we do a little segment where we rip apart some song lyrics. Well, not, not necessarily rip them apart. But we look at them. No, but see, we pull back the veil. See what? Well, we we sort of yeah, we sort of just and say, we expose these people for the for the for the true that individuals are. that they are. Yeah, um, we'll get into that in one second. But first, a word from our sponsor. Oh yes, that would be today. Our sponsor is sponsor of the day. <laughs> Carlton's Tow Yard. It is. No, um, we got no sponsors. But we do, I, I did mention earlier, for those of you that may still, for some odd reason, be listening, I did mention earlier that uh, we're not going to be doing any more shows the rest of this year, and Adam and I have had a quite the roundtable meeting. I don't know why we needed a roundtable, because there's only, there's only two of us, so we could have just put two chairs wait, next might, to each other. There's a, oh wait, it'll be a New Year's Eve next week. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. That's no, right. not next week. Next week's Christmas Eve, following is New Year's Eve. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we're going to take some time off from that, and I think we may try to retool our show a little bit to make it even more exciting for you assholes listening. Well, we're just two tools. You know, to retool it, we're just going to switch chairs. (laughs) Well, I'm going to have a new chair. Oh, I I can't say that yet. It's a present. I shouldn't know about it. Uh, So So what's this song you got? So the song we got here, you know the band. Well, I do because, I mean... This I used to listen to a lot of oldies radio growing up as a yeah. kid when the radio was the thing, you know. Uh, and who is this? Gary Puckett in the Union Gap. It's a um, it they, they were a a pop band from the um, there it is, is. yeah <laughs> uh, they were a pop band from the sixties yeah were they British 
I don't know. No, I doubt it. Gary Puckett sounds pretty uh, pretty American to me. And the union gap, yeah. So, yeah, we decided we're going to go ahead and pull up these lyrics, and we'll chat about them for a few, huh? Well, before we do, though, uh, how did you decide on this song? Where did you hear this? So this is a song, uh, you know, I've heard it before. Um, when we started doing this uh, bit on the show here, we uh, said we were going to take lyrics that are, you know, just they're sort of dicey lyrics, a little bit tricky, a little bit what? Say say what? Some well, of the lyrics we've done in the past, we did Blind Melons, No Rain. We did, um, last week we did, I can't remember, a uh, car. It wasn't a, uh, last week wasn't that, uh, wasn't that well-known of a song. Right, right, right. This one is. This, this one's is a, a little more song. of a well-known song. Young Girl from 1968. But you listen to these songs and then, you know. It, They're toe tappers. They are. And, and you hum along. Gotta, and yeah, it just, but you never think to look into the lyrics themselves. Right. And maybe, just maybe, take a second and examine them in your own personal opinion. You that's know? right. And that's what we like to do on these. It's like well, That's what we like to do on these, like Adam just said. There you go. There we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's sort of... You know, it's they the are American, too. So what it is is... Oh, where are they from? Michigan? I feel Las like from Vegas. Michigan. Wow, they're Vegas? Oh, wait, no. Hibbing, Minnesota. Ah, I was close. Oh, wait, no. Yakima, Washington. Yakima? Yeah. Washington that's State? That's it. So this song here, this is one of those. So the reason I brought this one up this week was I was listening to it the other day, and there's that line in there that always sort of tweaks me out a little bit where he goes, you know, what's that? That they're doing right now. Is that- yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that line where he goes, uh, basically, yeah, get out of my mind, girl. You're much too young, girl. Right? And of course, well, the song's called Young Girl. It is. I mean, which is when he weird put pen to paper. Right. Yeah. That's what he said. He was like, you know, this girl, uh, and I don't know how I don't know how young he is. Yeah. I don't know how young she was. Obviously, he's old enough to know that this girl is young, too young for him. The lyrics go, um, you know, the, the 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 idea behind the lyrics are you need to get out of my mind because it's bad that you're in there. If, yeah. If the as the vandals said, if the government could read my mind, they'd know I'm thinking of you. And oh, if they okay. found out I was thinking of you, I'd be in trouble because the way I, I think this this song should be retooled as underage girl. Do you uh who's he singing this song to? Is he singing it to her or is he singing it just to everybody kind of like uh, this I, is his inner monologue or I is think he actually addressing this girl? I think he's addressing the girl. That's what I take. So we can run through it. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Young girl, get out of my mind. My love for you is way out of line. First of all, that that is a line of uh, of uh, well, culpability. Of all, yes, he is taking he is taking uh, responsibility. I guess, mm-hmm. or he's taking blame. Not blame. What, what, he, he's culpable for. It. He's accept. He's, He's, I, he's he's acknowledging the fact. Yes. That she is way, that he's way out of line for thinking uh, of her. So young girl, get out of my mind. My love for you is way out of line. Better run, girl. You're much too young, girl. Why does she have to go anywhere? Why don't you fucking leave, you creep? Why does she have to run? Well, that's I'm wondering if it's in his head or, because I mean. What do you mean though in his head? Oh, you mean as opposed to him verbally like saying this, this song to her. took place in his conscience? Like he is saying, like 
the the voice that's singing mm-hmm. is one part of his conscience trying to convince the other part of his conscience that it's okay to go out and get with this girl even though she's what way too young much girl? too young yeah though, yeah or uh, is he saying it to the girl or is he saying it to the general populace see i think he's i definitely think you're right that this is definitely part of his conscience uh speaking here but i believe that this is pointed towards a real person you got the next line here with all the charms of a woman you've kept the secret of your youth so that to me means that there's somebody he's actually looking at, he's interacted with, yeah. and she plays older than she is. Uh, you've led me to believe you're old enough to give me love, and now it hurts to know the truth. Boom, right there. That's weird. That could be, I right there, I think that he made all that, I, I think he put all these things up in his head, and then when he finally found out how young this girl was, he's going to do the classic guy thing and then blame her, take all the blame out on her. Oh, I got you. Because she's under, I mean, probably when this song was written, what too young means was is well beyond the yeah. age of consent. I like, like your band. I saw yeah, your exactly. band play yeah. the other day. People uh, got away with that shit back then though. Like they don't do nowadays. Well, yeah. Like, look at Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. Well, ended look up at marrying his 15 year old cousin or look something. Look at Steven Tyler from Aerosmith in the seventies or whatever. He, that, that, that girl's parents sued them. Oh, that's right. Uh, she was like 13. Yeah. And she went on. He basically kind of adopted this girl. Just, you know, I'm sure he wasn't adopting her as a daughter. Right. When he was, what, 22? No. It yeah. was obviously a fucked up thing that he wanted to bang this 13-year-old yep. all across the country. Uh. And then her parents got wind of it and said, no, we're going to sue you. Your kid, they're... It's a thing. It's a literal thing that happened. Yeah. He got sued by those that, that girl's parents for kidnapping. And, oh, no, he did the song to Armageddon. Let's all forget about how Steven Tyler's a big fucking perv. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, because he's got a daughter, too, Liv Tyler, who was yeah. in the movie. Can you believe that she was in the movie? No, I can't. Oh, well, he did the song to it. Shocking. It's, yeah, no. Screw yeah. Steven Tyler. He should be in jail with the rest wow. of them. Wow. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, please steer clear. This train is off the tracks. No. I, once you told me you were doing Gary fucking the Union Gap, I've, I've had that Steven Tyler thing in my holster for years now. Well, we're going to have to put the, put that one on and the I list. We'll wanted, definitely do that. One. I'm calling him out right now. Did it, wait, wait, wait. Did he write a song about her? I don't know. He might have. We need Sweet to look emotion might have been the Might have been the case. Love in an elevator? Ooh, yeah, exactly. That'd be creepy. All I'm saying, Steven Tyler is not exempt from the rules, neither is Gary fucking Puckett. Yeah. But he's probably gone. He's probably dead by now. Is he, you think? I don't know. Either he's playing Vegas somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Giving out HJs at the Greyhound station. <laughs> Him in the Union Gap. Uh, we continue here with Beneath Your Perfume and Your Makeup, You're Just a Baby in Disguise creepy use of lyrics right there that is creepy use of lyrics baby you're a baby but this is where so you how did you not know this ahead of time okay you fucking idiot because we got to keep in mind that this what we're hearing the lyrics to this song is all penned by that guy he's he is driving the train he's leading the locomotive Mm -hmm. right all aboard the crazy train we don't hear anything from her we never hear anything from her in any of these songs. I don't know if she's learned to talk yet. Well, she's a baby. That's what he says. Um, now, all I'm saying is that do tell. she probably could have been of age and not too young. My hypothesis, even though we're not even done with the song yet. Right. My hypothesis is that 
she did something that upset him. And he now is going to use this. Oh, you're just too young. Ah. Uh, you think maybe it's more of an intellectual thing? Like he's trying to, he's trying to uh, make fun of her intelligence. Uh, yeah. Like we can't be together because you're just a like. Yeah. Essentially, you, yes. You look pretty and your hair's done up, but you're just but you're a too young. baby. You're too young, even though she might have been maybe not that much younger than he. Well then, let me let me add this to that because that last line sounds yeah like it's very childish. Okay, so the last line beneath your perfume shit. and your makeup, you're just a baby in disguise. Next line. Next line. And though you know that it's wrong to be alone with me, that come on look is in your eyes. See, yeah, and he exactly, exactly. He is flipping uh, the script. He's as flipping it were. the narrative. Yes, and in, in the script, in, indeed. He is, it's a classic manipulation move. So you, 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 okay, that's interesting. He's bringing up, he's trying to, he's trying to bring her down, even though I think. But what about that line? And though you know that it's wrong to be alone with me, that line, you know. Why is it wrong? Because if my Nate. They didn't give a, they didn't give a damn about (laughs) consent ages back then, you know. But somebody, so I there think, was some somewhere there was a rule or a law set that says it's wrong for you to be with him. That's true, but I don't think that's what he's referencing. I I think that she did something that he wants an out for, and he's not he's not an adult enough to say, you know, this is why I want out. I think he got his rocks off and said he just wanted to use this person. Gotcha. For a one night stand, and sure she might be a little younger than he is, but it's not too young. I see what he's got no he's got no right. He ain't the sheriff of Ageville. I mean, <laughs> Hello, he's the not, sheriff of Ageville here. Yeah, he can't tell her that she's too young because age and being too young is subjective, right? It's like being tall. Well, like not he, according to the law. We're not. I, I I think this disqualifies the law. I don't think he was talking. Well, then what about, about the that line though? Get out of my mind. See, that's where I'm saying that it's more of a he wants this 13 year old, but can't. But he can't. And do he's it. speaking to himself, like, oh my god, I'm so in love with this 13 year old. Please get out of my mind. Now, if the if the if the line was young girl, get out of my life, or get out of the gotcha. van, uh, okay. you know, or get yeah, out get, of the I, hotel room. I, I, get, I get what you're saying. So then we're down to the uh, getting to the end of the song. So hurry home to your mama. I'm sure she wonders where you are. Get out of here before I have the time. And then the lyrics cut off. (laughs) (laughs) It just fades away. But then it goes back to young girl. Get out of my lot. My mind. My love for you is see. And that's the other line. My love for you is way out of line. I don't understand why he's so. Why? Who put the rules on their love? Okay. He seems to make it sound like there are rules and he's got to, he's got to own up and be like, all right, look, you got to go because we know this is out of line. We're not allowed to do this. I think we have two different views on this. Okay. I think that your, your view is that it is the whole age thing and she is too young. Mm -hmm. I think more of a literal view. Yeah. I think you're going the literal view. I go more the view that Gary Puckett just can't own up to his own emotions and his own reality of sorts. I think he met a woman uh, that he wanted to have 
carnal desires with. <laughs> yes. And maybe those things happened. Maybe he took his peener out and she laughed. I think, well, that's up for speculation. <laughs> if his peener, as you say, was laughable. No. <laughs> Gary Puckett and the laughable peener. <laughs> no. Whatever happened, which is could be anything, mind True. you. Anything. Could be anything. Uh, I think something, I think they, you know, they had, you know, they, they culminated their relationship physically and then whoa differences. And then he got scorned. I think that not scorned. I take that back. I think that he just wanted a one and done. Mm -hmm. And then once he got that one and done, he didn't want to cop up to her and say that. I just wanted it once. Uh, One night stand. Yes. I think that he didn't, he didn't have the wherewithal I don't want to say to like to be a man or anything like to be an adult. Let's just say that to be an adult You're right. and say, Hey, listen, this, I, I just wanted something physical. Yeah. Like I just wanted one night stand. A lot of people can't say that. A lot of people feel bad saying that they can't say that. So he's making up all these excuses saying, Oh, you're too young. He mm. could have been 26. She could have been 24. It could have been two years True. different. True. I don't think that this woman that he's talking about is super young, like like in, in the teens. I think the woman that he's talking about is probably a little bit younger than he was. Maybe, you know, 20-something. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what the age is, really. It okay. really doesn't. It really doesn't matter what the age is. I think that with all this stuff that he says, oh, you're too young, hey, get out of my mind, this isn't right, go back to your mama, I think he's bringing up all these false negatives to use against her. So she will run out of his life. Right. And he can sit there and feel scot-free guilt-free, mm-hmm. not scot-free. You're Scott. I'm Scott. Uh, and I'm not free. bitches. No. Guilt-free. I think that's the thing. I think he just wants to feel guilt-free about having a one night stand, but he is not an adult enough to, to uh, express his feelings and his emotions to this person. So, with that, he's going to say, you're too young, you're too naive, you're too inexperienced. Get out of here. Get out of my life. You know it's wrong, too. She doesn't know it's wrong. You think it's wrong. because she's seven. So, I don't think she is. I think she's 27 and he's 28. So here's here's the line. That, she could even be older than him. He, he, he could be referring to emotional maturity, too. Well, let me. That could be. He's an ass. But here's the line that got cut out from my original set of lyrics. So here's the last line, the last stanza. So hurry home to your mama. I'm sure she wonders where you are. Get out of here before I have the time to change my mind because I'm afraid we'll go too far. Yeah, see. And it's not get out of my life, girl. It's get out of my mind, girl. Yeah, but he's also, he's leaving it way too much up to her. Yeah. If he really thought that way, then he could have just done it himself. But he doesn't want that. You know, he wants to leave that pressure on her to do it, knowing that she probably won't do it because as he describes her, she is younger, more naive, more inexperienced, right? More, um, more green than Mm -hmm. she, than he is. But what about the line that he says, I'm afraid we'll go too far. Manipulation. Ah, yeah. He's flipping the script. He's playing the old, uh, what's that reverse psychology. Like, oh, man, I just like you too yeah. much. Boom, boom. And I'm yes. afraid I'm going to hurt you. He's a pervert. <clears throat> we know he's not a pervert. 
I yeah. take that back. He's manipulative. <laughs> manipulative, yes. Because the way I, I choose to see the song, this woman is not some young, fragile fucking filly. Right. No. Fragile filly. No. I'm the, a fragile filly. The way I see it now is this woman is a contemporary of this man. Okay. And this man is just too stubborn enough to, to actually emote in a natural way. Right. In a innate way, in a truthful way. That's basically what it is. I don't think he's truthful. He's not with himself, not with her, <laughs> and not, and most importantly, not with Jesus. Not with himself. <laughs> yeah, not with, yeah, not with the Lord. But we can both agree that he is a creeper. Well, yes. Now, if we only had a way to really know how old this girl was, that would have been a real kicker. I mean, because, like I said, I still maintain that she was a young girl and, uh, Oh, seems we got a call coming. Oh, up. come on! Hold on one second. Who's Let me... calling right now? Uh, caller, who's this? Tell Go them ahead. in the tub if they ask for me. <laughs> You're on the air. Go ahead. Who's this? Hey guys, it's Gary Puckett. I heard you guys were talking about me. Oh, yeah, no. it's Gary Puckett. Holy shit! That 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 can't be him. Yeah, she was uh, she was really young. She was she was seven. That is creepy, Gary. God damn it! I, uh, is that Adam? I thought he was in the tub. <laughs> I am in the tub. <laughs> Tell him I'm in the tub. I got to go. He's in the tub, girl. Hey, Gary Puckett. Let me just tell you this right now. Yeah, shoot. Uh, what's your deal? Like, uh, what do you mean by deal? You know what I mean. I, You're, I got no deal. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean, what your deal is. Playing Vegas this weekend with the Union Gap. You want a couple of backstage passes? Maybe. You know my email, he but does. that's not that's not what we're here to talk about. What? If you don't know Adam's email, email us. I'll, I'll get it to you. Yes, exactly. Well, no, what is what's I know it's I'm like 40, 50 years too late, but like this song is totally inappropriate. She was and, a baby. Yeah. Well, I, I a literal baby. I choose not to think that. I don't care what you choose. I, I almost fucked a baby. I'm the one that almost did that. You are wrong. You she are lying. Kid. You're a liar. It was her baptism. No, you're a liar. And it's you creepy. know, you know, that's a damn lie. You're just, you're making, it's a terrible lie too. Not just morally, but it's like in your own, in your own world of lying. That's a bad lie. It's not a lie. If you'd like, I can let you talk to uh, my wife. Hey, Susan, come here. Come here. I don't want to talk to <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. Susan, give me the phone back. That's my, uh, that's my newest wife. That's Susan. She's eight months old. That's Jesus gross. Christ. Well, uh, that's going to do it for this show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging out. Make sure to check us out. Uh, we have internet sites available that, do Adam, we? that Adam talks about all the time. I don't know if we do. They're on the interwebs. I would say go to Facebook, go to Twitter, go to Instagram. Instagram. We're all out there. A-W-O-T and, uh, radio, A-W-O-T radio. Yeah, you know. We're Adam's just, got a little something fancy we're, to play. We're, we're always out there if you can't get enough. Do you want but, to put it on here? You know, no, easier? we're fine. We'll you just sure? do it this way. But right. I just hope everyone has a good holiday season. Break down them double doors. Don't just step into Christmas, everybody. Kick Jump in shit. both feet. Jean-Claude Van Damme your way and have a great Christmas. Have a great holiday. Have a great new year. And we will see you all later. Make sure to email us, awotradio at gmail.com. Take care. We'll be back in a couple of weeks, whether you like it or not. (laughs) Sorry about your luck. Bye-bye. This is my favorite Christmas song. Which one is it? Step into Christmas. Elton John.
Step in the Christmas, let's get together. We can have a fun once or ever and ever. Step in the Christmas with me. Yeah.